Check, check. Big check. Okay, this is the one. This is the take. This is it. We're doing it now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 47 of the Brent Pell Show. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for vibing. Thanks for coming to chill. This is always a chill time. This is always, this is honestly always a chill time. This is like, I, I usually record the podcast at the end of the week. Like, uh, it comes out on Mondays. I record it usually Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And it's just an easy, chill, fun time, dude. And then you come and you hang out. And it's like we're just hanging out together. I mean, right now I'm hanging out in a room by myself, surrounded by a fucking salt lamp and some incense and some weird wristband that my buddy gave to me with an eye on it. Just one eye. I don't know if it's like an Illuminati symbol or what, but uh, that's what I'm surrounded by. But right now you're listening to me, so it's like you're hanging out with me. I, I, I'm pretending I'm hanging out with you. I just want this to be a cool, fun hang time. Cool, fun hang time. That's what this is. This is cool, fun hang time. Thank you for coming to chill. Um, as you can see, I added some stripper lights to the wolf. Uh, it's getting there. We're like 85% of the way there on the studio build. Um, you can only see part of the wolf because the, the other part of the wolf doesn't have lights around it because the lights I ordered did not work. So I had to return them and now I'm getting another one, uh, some more lights that I'll be putting on the wolf this week. And then the wolf will be lit up like, you know, um, like a strip club in uh, Tijuana. Uh, and if you've ever been to Hong Kong, you know what I'm talking about. Not the Hong Kong in China, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, this is cool. And then I'm going to get a table. I'm getting my table made. That's going to be a rad table. Hopefully, I can, uh, I'm going to try to get a camera angle that includes the table. And then it's going to be a two-camera shoot every week for the podcast. So, anyways, I'm just saying all this to let you know that we're going to suck less and less as we keep going, okay? Like, this, the Brent Pella Show will continue to suck less Every time you come back to it, that's the goal is to suck less so that at some point I'm not sucking at all. That's the goal. All right. Uh, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by um, Mass Zymes from Bioptimizers. It's a digestive enzyme. You might have seen uh, an ad I did for these for this company at the end of one of my other videos. I was pitching magnesium and I'm not like a pitch guy. I don't want to be a fucking guy that pitches a million products. So the only time that I work with a sponsor is when I really respect the company and what they do and believe in the product. Except for one time that was just for money, but I'm not going to talk about that. Um, but I needed the money because I needed, I needed to move and I've moved now. And so now, <laughs> dude, we all do things. Anyways, I'm not, uh, I'm off track. Let's, let's focus on this ad read, baby. Um, Masszymes from Bioptimizers. They'll give you a free bottle of this stuff. Uh, all you do is pay for shipping, which is just a couple of dollars. And with the free bottle, you get a free book um, called the Blueprint Optimization Health Book. And and it's uh, the Health Optimization Blueprint is the title of the book. Uh, opt- awesome company. Buy Optimizers is, is an awesome, awesome company. Um, and uh, let me get the website for you. I'm, I'm, I'm like not good at ad reads on the podcast, but I want you guys to know that this is like a chill thing. Like I'm not like making money. I'm just, um, well, I guess I am a little bit, but (laughs) it's not a ton, but I just, you know, the ad reads on podcasts are chill, dude. I don't want to be a, uh, you know, a pitch man. So hopefully, um, the bioptimizers folks are cool with that. They've been cool about everything else. And I really do love them, man. The, the website is masszymes.com forward slash Brent Pella free M A S S Z Y M E S.com forward slash Brent Pella free, all one word. And you'll get a free bottle 
of their digestive enzymes, which help break down protein in your body um, so that it becomes absorbable amino acids and doesn't just like fester in your body and become gas and bloating and shit. Okay. Um, so check it out. I use it uh, whenever I have a pasta night, which is going to be tonight because it's Sunday. And you know all about pasta Sundays if you're following at Brent Pella Food on Instagram. Okay. Because I'd be posting stuff there. I would love. Dude, you know what the thing is about like being famous is like, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but like, I don't want to be famous so that people are stopping me to take pictures and, and like get my autograph and stuff. That's all cool. I want to be famous so that I can like, like, like cook with the pasta granny's YouTube channel. Like that's my drive. That's what I'm motivating myself forward to pasta granny's. If you don't know what that is, is my, is my favorite YouTube channel, Instagram page, um, it's just a bunch of grannies making pasta. It's a bunch of nonas, nonas. It's a bunch of nonas in Italy that don't speak a lick of English and they're making all kinds of crazy dishes. And I take those dishes and make them myself because I, it's like soothing. Like if you want to relax, you watch pasta grannies on YouTube and pasta grannies on Instagram. It's incredible. I love those old Italian women. They're great. That's what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be an old Italian woman. That is literally all I want to be is an old Italian woman because um, they're the happiest people. Yeah, they're the happiest people. I got dates coming up. I was supposed to be in Oklahoma City this weekend with uh, with uh, my good buddy JP Sears, but um, dates got canceled in Oklahoma City So uh, or rescheduled because there was a uh, – I, th- I think JP already posted about this, but he was exposed to somebody with COVID, and so he decided he didn't want to risk um, doing shows – because he does meet and greets after he's not going to do a show without doing the meet and greets. And so he didn't want to risk like something awful happening where a bunch of people who were susceptible, more susceptible to the virus might meet him and he has it and doesn't know it. And then they all get sick and then it comes back to him. Uh, and he also just doesn't want to risk it. It's a smart move on his part. I would have done the same thing. So, um, but those dates got rescheduled for July. So I'll be in Oklahoma city in July, opening for JP, and then headlining on a one-nighter in September in Oklahoma City at Bricktown, and then I'm going to Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm headlining a weekend there in September. Uh, Washington, D.C., I'm headlining a weekend at the D.C. Comedy Loft in December, or September. Have I been saying December? Jesus. It's September. All these dates are in September. (laughs) Uh, And... um, yeah, and then I'll, I'm trying to add more. I'm trying to go to Dallas. I'm trying to go to some other places. Comment on this video where you guys are, and uh, I'll try to figure out where, where my main family is, and uh, and then I'll um, try to put some tour dates on the map for those places. That'd be fun. How are you guys' stocks looking, dude? What a crazy fucking week, man. It, it's like, I think after the bullshit and madness of 2020, everybody's waking up to all these pockets of society that have been like praying and victimizing people in secret for so long, whether it's politicians, um, big tech, uh, stock market, wall street, people, hedge fund, people, banks, big banks, all of these like subsystems of the American ecosystem are being like torn apart and, and and they're coming out like people are waking up and realizing like oh these are like bad people these are bad people what's happening i don't know if you guys are following what's happening with the stock market right now i put out this video this past week called bros talk investing it took 5 hours 
of watching stock market tutorials on YouTube before I was finally able to comprehend what the fuck was going on. And then it took another two hours before I could like write the joke into a video uh, where I talk about the elk meat stock, right? Go watch this on my YouTube. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, it, it, the stock market is insane. But what's happening with the short, the shorting and the short squeeze is what it's called uh, that the, uh, the, the homies over on Wall Street bets are trying to make happen. Um, it, it's, it's the same shit that people did in 2007, 2008, where those guys, just a handful of guys, were, were shorting the housing market. So they, they were basically betting that people would not be able to pay their mortgages and there was going to be a crash. They bet on the crash, made hundreds of millions, billions maybe? I forget the number. Made a ridiculously absurd amount of money and like just got rich off of that. And so now uh, people were doing the same thing to GameStop. So then all the dudes on Wall Street bets and all these other retail uh, traders or retail investors or whatever started buying the stocks of GameStop, made the price soar. So now everybody that bet on the GameStop stock to go down is fucked because now it's up and they have to, they owe that difference to the brokers that they borrowed the stock from. That's how I understand it. I am not a fucking stock market person, dude. I get my stock tips from 16 year olds on TikTok. Okay. I know nothing about the stock market, but it's made me like learn. And so what I just said is my interpretation of it. I need to learn more. I absolutely got to learn more about this shit. Um, and I bought a little bit. I did a little bit because I'm I I get kind of caught up in these trends, but not a lot. Like I'm talking like a couple hundred dollars, like really little, like maybe two hundred bucks, just to, just for fun, just to learn a little bit. Um, I feel like it would be pretty stupid to just put like thousands of dollars into something where you don't know what's happening. Like all the people that are putting thousands of dollars into it, they know what they're doing. Like the people on Wall Street bets, they seem like fucking cool, dude. They they're like. They, and that's the thing about Reddit is it has cool subreddits where uh, there are all these cool communities of people that can hate other people together. But like really, they show a lot of love for each other. So I've been cruising the Wall Street Bets subreddit um, all week, just like spying, just reading, just learning about who these people are, what they do. Really fucking cool. Like, yeah, get your money, dude. These hedge fund fucks have been getting millions of dollars for years and not contributing shit to society. That's literally, it is some people's careers to wake up, watch the stock market all day, trade, 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 invest, 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 play the game, gamble the money. And they're not working for like, they're not, their money doesn't go into society. They don't contribute creativity, ideas, leadership, teaching. They don't do that shit. There, there are literally people out there whose sole purpose it is, is to move money around. And that's a dog shit life, in, in my opinion. That's a, that's a bullshit fucking terrible life. And so if that is the main thing that somebody is doing, hey, fuck you. That's stupid, okay? Do, make something else the main thing. Make that a side hobby, all right? You don't, need to be ma- you don't need to just be moving money around nonstop, trying to make millions of dollars. Like, that's your only focus. I get it. That's fine. Some people want to just focus on money and be rich so that they don't have to have any problems. Totally cool. But if you're not contributing shit, then you're living a life wasted. That's my opinion. I'm a fucking idiot. So there it is. But the Wall Street bets people are like so anti-Wall Street um, that it's awesome. I've been seeing these screenshots of people 
making posts in the group that say like, hey guys, I'm 23 and I'm still going to hold GameStop. And it, there's like a screenshot. This guy's like got $700,000 in his Robinhood account. 700 grand. He's 23. Take uh, if, if we choose to believe that at face value, this kid is 23 years old. He's got 700 grand on Robinhood. Yeah, good. Good. And they're talking about like in, in the Wall Street Bets subreddit, they're talking about paying off their student loans, paying for their family's houses and shit. And all these fucking hedge funds that are losing billions of dollars. Good. Good, dude. Good. Turn that shit upside down. It's the same thing that people try to do with politics. Uh, when they, Well, actually, I guess a good metaphor is when people voted Trump in that the people who voted for Trump wanted to fuck the American political system. So that so they got him in because he's not a politician, and it's uh it's a similar thing um, that the Wall Street bets people are trying to do. And I guess I don't know what the metaphor would be for big tech. Maybe it's just that the fact that everybody hates big tech now. But I don't know, man. It's uh it's it's just it's it's cool to see independent people like working together to take down a larger force that just always seemed. Um, unbeatable. You know what I mean? And I guess the, uh, a metaphor would be the congressional hearings where Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg were just getting roasted left and right by the left and the right. Um, so yeah, dude, fuck all these people. Fuck them. Burn it all. Burn it all. Burn all that shit to the ground, dude. Let's start the shit over. Let's start over right now. Okay. That's what I, that's what I vote for. But I also don't know shit. I also like literally know nothing. So I'm trying to learn about like fucking market buys, limit options, whatever all the terminology is. I just want to learn because why not? You probably should know about stocks. I can't believe they don't teach us this shit in school. How do they teach us? Dude, how do they teach us the fucking periodic table of elements that we're literally never going to fucking use ever? But they don't teach us how to do our taxes, what the fuck taxes even are, where taxes go how to invest your money and have long-term money, how to uh, look at stocks and understand the market, what the market even is. They don't teach us any of that shit. They teach us the fucking, the abbreviation for potassium, dude, which is K, by the way. Right? Isn't it K? That doesn't even make sense. Why is it K? It doesn't have a K in the word. Periodic table of elements potassium. I don't even know what the abbreviation is supposed to be called. It is K. It's fucking K. Why is the 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 letter for potassium is K? Why isn't it PT or PO or PS or PI or PU or P P something else that's in the fucking name of the thing? It's K. I guess kalium is a, is part of the thing. Is part of it's a uh, from neo-latin kalium because that's what potassium was originally. Stupid. Hey, that's fucking dumb. That's so dumb. That's so stupid. Make potassium easier to know on the periodic table and teach kids how to do their fucking taxes when they're 12. But no, they don't teach us that shit. And here's here's a little fucking conspiracy for you. You ready for this? What if they don't teach... Ooh, this is a fucking conspiracy. All right, chill out though because it's just a joke. Or is it? You don't know. What if they don't teach us that shit so that... uh? It keeps the class system intact because all the people that know all the ins and outs of taxes and all the people that know all the ins and outs of the stock market typically 
are the people who have a lot of money or have a lot of wealth. And the people who don't know all that shit typically are the people who don't have a lot of money. And it keeps the class structures separated. So by not implementing the knowledge of the American economy, stock market, and tax system, uh, we are actively keeping people separated by class. That seems like maybe that's not even a conspiracy. Maybe that's just what it is. Um, but like to, 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 to integrate the different classes into each other, right? Lower class, middle class, upper class. Wouldn't, wouldn't we want to do that anyways? Because we want everybody to have all the opportunities to succeed possible. So wouldn't we want, if that's what we wanted, wouldn't we teach kids in high school how to do their taxes, what the stock market means? Like I, I took, we didn't even have a class about that shit in high school or in college. I guess you learn in college if you start taking business and if you have a, if you have like a mind for business and shit and you start going into business or you're studying econ or whatever in college, but shouldn't there be a class in high school just called fucking life where they just teach you the basics, dude, here's how to do your taxes. Here's how to invest your money and make it last. And here's why you should never buy three pound buckets of spinach at the grocery store. Obviously, the answer to that is because the spinach goes bad after just a couple days, okay? Hey, stop buying so much fucking spinach. It's going to go bad, and you're not going to eat it, and then you're going to have to throw it out, and you're going to have to bring your bucket of spinach downstairs with your recycling, and you're going to be like, shit, the bucket, of spin the bucket is plastic, but the spinach is green, so I have to go to the trash to throw away the spinach, but then I have to empty the bucket and then bring the plastic bucket back to the recycling, and then your neighbor sees you, and they're like, why are you pouring spinach into the dumpster? And then you got to explain yourself, but you just moved in, so now you're the fucking weirdo in the, in the apartment complex where everybody just thinks, oh, there's the fucking, the, the fucking spinach dumpster guy, and now you're walking around everywhere, and everybody's like laughing and pointing at you, like, oh, fucking, ooh, where's your spinach, idiot? So I'm just saying we need to learn these things at an early age to avoid the embarrassment of later life. <laughs> For real, dude, we need to learn this shit. And, and I think if more people knew, then we would have less, uh, 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 what's that word? Um, I don't know the word, class differences or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the uh, separation of wealth. What am I thinking of? What's the word I'm thinking of? Bernie Sanders loves this, this phrase. We would have le the percentage of wealth, wealth inequality. We would have less wealth inequality between the lower and middle class. I don't know about middle and upper. Or maybe, I don't know, dude. I'm talking out of my fucking ass right now, and I'm still pissed off that potassium has a simple K on it. I still don't know taxes. I've been doing t taxes by myself for years, and I still don't know that shit. I should probably learn it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I put some money into into um, into that stuff. Again, it's very little amount, but as I as I think with each paycheck, I'll just put a little bit more in. Um, my question is, when do you take it out? Because they're always saying like, hold, hold, just hold. You gotta hold. You gotta hold. But when you and I'm not talking about the GameStop thing. I'm just talking about stocks in general. Like once you make a certain amount of money, shouldn't you take it out? Because then you have money. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm so bad at this shit. Uh, man. Oh, Super Bowl's coming up, dude. Super Bowl is a week 
this coming Sunday. Yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is back at the, back in the Super Bowl. Joe Biden is in the White House. So the two oldest men alive are playing at the top of their game. <laughs> and depending on who you ask, both of them cheated to get there. That's a funny joke. I told that joke uh, at a show yesterday. I thought of that joke yesterday. I told it at a show in Los Angeles. And I thought that people were going to groan um, at the joke where I say, uh, depending on who you ask, both of them cheated. But to Los Angeles's credit, I got a lot of laughs when I was ripping Biden on the show this past week. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because before the election, um, I was doing shows all over like the South and the, the uh, Midwest and the East Coast uh, in like Virginia. And I was doing shows with JP. And uh, a lot of the crowd was like either apolitical or leaning Trump. And um, I was doing jokes, bashing Biden and bashing Trump. And I was getting a lot of great love for both. And then when I did those same jokes on a show in L.A. uh, in like September, bashing Trump and bashing Biden, or just jokes about both of them, I got like groans, dude, when I started making fun of Biden. I got like, oh, like tension. And that was pre-election. And now that the election is over... I felt this like ease from the crowd that like, oh, it's okay to make fun of Biden now. And I wanted to say, hey, now it's okay. Fuck you. It's always okay. You idiots. It's called comedy, dummy. It's always okay to make fun of everybody. Everybody has a target. Nobody is targetless in life. Um, Unless you work on a late night comedy show, in which case there uh, (laughs) is a very clear agenda to not take aim at certain people. But fuck that shit. Um, everybody's got a target, dude. Everybody's got a target. And, uh, I just thought it was really interesting to see that uh, like now, oh, so now we can make fun of, Ooh, so now we can make fun of Biden. Now we can make fun of Kamala for locking up hundreds of people for weed. Now it's okay. Wasn't okay before. Now it's okay. Fuck off, dude. Whatever. It's all good. I'm just, I'm just happy people are laughing again. That's, that's all. That's all I wanted. At post-election, regardless of who had won, I just wanted people to chill out and start laughing again. So it feels like that's um, starting to happen. Hopefully that'll keep happening. Um, Yeah, and hopefully Gavin Newsom is out of office soon. That's also what we're hoping for. Um, You know, he he fucking opened up everything again. Oh my God, this motherfucker, dude. It's like... And I'm seeing people on my Facebook page that are like super far left and they're all saying, yo, Gavin Newsom's an idiot. And so now everybody's hating him, but for different, for like a polar opposite reasons. But everybody's realizing that, oh, oh, Gavin Newsom's lockdown was political. No way. It wasn't based in science. No way. (gasps) Really? Oh, no. Oh, Gavin Newsom was just locking down California because he, he thought he could get political gain from it? No way. <gasps> oh, no. He wasn't focusing his efforts and energy on, on helping people that are in vulnerable demographics and instead was just doing blanket regulations for people that didn't mean shit and wasn't doing anything to help? <gasps> no way. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> this slimy-haired fuck, dude. Fuck this guy, dude. I'm just glad people are final. Just don't like him, so we just get someone else in that office. 
Just get the fucking vaccine out to everybody who wants it. Get everybody who wants it shot the fuck up so that we can go back to life. If that's what it takes. If it takes the people who if it's not a mandate, should not cannot be a mandate for everybody, but for the people who want it, let them have it. Give it to them now. Give it to them right fucking now. So this can be done, dude. If that's all it takes is the people who want a shot, get a shot. Get them the shot and then get Gavin the fuck out of there. Let him get his little plan through to get every, to get all the vaccines. You turn every fucking, you know, stadium in California into a vaccination site, whatever. Do it. Shoot, shoot the people up who want to get shot up. And then let's get back to life, dude. But the thing is, it's never going to be back to life. It's never going to be back to life. There will never be a time uh, prior to February 2020. There will never be that time. I was at um, lunch the other day at a restaurant in LA. Uh, the patio was open. I think it opened two days ago. And so I was there the day after it opened. And we're, uh, I was at the patio and um, there's a little QR code on the table. And that's how you get your menu. And that's how you order. And that's also how you pay. And there were no servers around. And it, it was like, I think... That was probably coming down the pipe anyways, just with the advances of technology. Um, Because I had been to other restaurants in like 2019, 2018 that had that. And so there were less servers and all you do is scan the little QR code. It pops up on your phone. This is how you order. This is how you pay. But they also like when you pay an order, they want your email address and your birthday. And... I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to send me an email on my birthday? You say happy 18th birthday, Brent? Because I'm 17 right now. So when I turn 18 next year, is that what you're going to do? You're going to send me an email that says, hey, Brent, happy birthday. Love Cafe Gratitude. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your vegan macro bowl last week. Like, that's fine. To, But it's, ooh, I'm I'm weirded out by it. And I don't know if enough people are weirded out by the sneaky changes that are, that are going to come into place um, with the blanket of like uh, a new COVID safety regulation. Like, and, and what I mean by that is like, so this restaurant is going to sack all of its servers. They're all going to get fired. So no more servers. It's going to be like two or three managers running around, maybe one server, and then people bringing food out. That's it. That's all people are going to have to do is bring you the food and get you a side of vegan organic ketchup if you want it. And so I will give this specific example. I think that would have happened anyways because I was seeing it start to happen pre-COVID. Um, but I still think it's weird. I like interacting with people. I think it's a bummer to have less jobs. Um, that's probably the main thing. But I understand the benefits, you know, of going cashless. Uh, but also cashless is fucking weird too, dude. Like that when you go cashless you are immediately cutting off a huge section of the population that doesn't have access to banks or doesn't have credit or, um, you know, things along those lines. So I don't, uh, the, the cashless argument is one I need to do a little more research on because currently I can see a lot of positives and a lot of negatives. So I'm stuck in the middle on that. But, um, the, uh, the, and then no more menus, so people aren't all touching the same menu. I get that. And then if they were cleaning it, like now you don't have to buy cleaning supplies. You save time. You save money. I get all that. But my curiosity 
is in what type of sneaky little regulations are going to be implemented under the guise of, uh, you know, uh, pandemic uh, safety measure. And I don't know. I don't even know what those are. Like, I could probably brainstorm about it, but that would be fucking boring to listen to on a podcast, just me brainstorming. Although I guess that's what this whole thing is. Anyways, but like little little ones, like uh, there's now a mandate where you have to wear a mask in airports and train stations. But I, I thought that was already a mandate. Oh, now it's a federal law. That's what it is. So now if you're at an airport and you walk through the airport without a mask, you're breaking federal law. Uh, when does that get lifted? You know, that can't be there forever. Like, is that going to be there forever? That needs to not be there forever. Um, but when, when does it get lifted? You know, when, like, are we, we can't always be required to wear a mask on our way to sit at our table. And we can't always be required to wear a mask in the grocery store. Like at what point do all these things get lifted? And in the news, you see them saying herd immunity is 70% inoculated. That's it. 70% of the population has to have the vaccine for us to have herd immunity. That's not what fucking herd immunity is. Herd immunity is the vaccine plus the antibodies. And they're already saying if you get the vaccine, they do not know if you will be able to transmit the virus. They just know that you will not have symptoms. And they're saying if you have the antibodies, they don't know if you'll be able to transmit the virus still. And, uh, and, and you likely won't get symptoms. And then there's, anecdote, there's anecdotal evidence of people who have gotten the vaccine who still get sick. And there's anecdotal evidence of people who have the antibodies and still get sick. And so it's like, what, what science are we choosing to listen to? Is it Newsome science? Because <laughs> it can't be Newsome science, dude. And we can't be going by vaccine only because that gives them the excuse to not open shit back up and get back to life by saying, oh, people are refusing to get vaccinated. So I guess we have to wear masks forever. No, dude. And I really hope people won't stand for that shit. I really, really hope so. Because if we can get some reliable antibody tests, I want to know if I have the antibodies. As soon as I find a reliable antibody test, uh, I'm going to take it. Because I think I got that shit. I think I already had it. I had to have had it. Especially after I went and did shows in Florida. Dude, you go to Florida, you're coming back with something, okay? And I th- I'm pretty sure I got it because I was shaking hands with people. A woman came up, came up and just spit in my face. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> I think I already had it, dude. So I, I want to get my antibodies tested because I want to add to the herd immunity by having my antibodies. That's what I would like to do. And if you want to get the shot, get the shot. It's great. And you'll add to the herd immunity by having the shot. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, I'm just glad all that shit is, uh, I don't care. It's always been political with Gavin and I'm just glad he's opening it back up right now. And I'm super happy that everybody is hating on him for being a fucking dickhead because now we can get him out of there. Um, yeah, man, that's the goal. That's the goal is to live life again. Even if we're going to do it without servers at a restaurant, but we need to do it. Um, it will never feel normal to wear a mask. It will never feel normal to, to be walking out my front door and then be like, oh shit, I forgot my mask. That's still weird, man. That is so fucking weird. I never even touched a mask 
my entire life, I never touched a mask. The only time I saw a mask is when I went to the de- uh, dentist and the person was fucking around in my mouth and they were wearing a mask. Didn't even think of it. Now everybody's walking around looking like fucking dentists. Everybody's at Whole Foods. I got a bunch of Whole Foods, a bunch of dentists at Whole Foods going shopping. So it's, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I just really want the shit to, to end, dude. And I'm sure everybody else does. There's like a fatigue. There's like a pandemic fatigue, man. And people are just losing their jobs and their livelihoods. And people shouldn't be forced to pivot into a brand new career because of a pandemic. They should be forced to pivot to, to, to like, uh, figure out a way to succeed in what they were doing and what they love, but not figure out a new thing to love. And you're seeing that with all these businesses going out of business and people that were in, you know, this line of work that now have to go to a completely different line of work. And it was their career. Um, so it's, uh, it just, I, I just hope it ends. I hope you guys are happy. I hope you're staying happy through it. You know, I hope this therapy session has helped, man. It helped me. It helped me a lot. Hold those stocks, baby. Diamond hands. Diamond hands. Hold those fucking stocks, dude. Hold those stocks, baby. Dogecoin to the moon. Dogecoin is not going to get to the moon, bro. But <laughs> but buy it if you want. I bought a little bit of that, too. Some people are going crazy on that shit. I hope, I hope they make a bunch of money. That's all. That's all I hope for. I hope for good things. I hope for peace and love. And, uh, and I hope that the aliens arrive soon. That's what your boy hopes for. Okay. All right, y'all. I'm out of here, man. It's been, uh, it's been a good time hanging. Thank you for chilling. Thank you for kicking it. Um, oh, check out our sponsor, uh, Masszymes from Bioptimizers. It's a digestive enzyme. It'll help you break down your food and feel good. So you can eat a whole bowl of pasta and feel good. Okay. I stand by that too. Cause I do that regularly. So it works for me. Um, and they'll send you a bottle for free plus a copy of their new book with a lot of helpful health information. And this isn't some crazy snake oil shit. This is some real legitimate um, science stuff. And it's not Newsome science stuff. It's real science stuff. The stuff is science. And (laughs) go to masszymes.com slash brentpellafree. Get a free bottle of masszymes. All right. All right, guys. Hang in there, man. I love you guys so much. Thank you for chilling. Thank you for hanging. And uh, say what's up. Say what's up below, and I'll say what's up back, okay? Tell a friend, too, because I'm tired of um, of, uh, of being a fucking nobody. So tell a friend. <laughs> uh, no, tell a friend to come hang out next week, man. We'll, we'll have some guests soon. Once this place is at 100%, like I said, it's like 85% now. Um, I need another week or two to get the table in, get the lights up, figure out the camera setup, and then we'll be good to go, all right? But until then, I love you so much, okay? Go drink some water. See ya.